0: If you have your Bibles, please open up with me
1: a familiar place of Scripture that continues the depths of the things we do not yet know and the things that the Lord desires to reveal to us. The book of Matthew 5.45 and 48. That you may be sons of your Father in heaven, for he makes his sun rise on the evil and on the good, and sends rain on the just and on the unjust. Therefore, you shall be perfect, just as your Father in heaven is perfect. The sermon that I would like to continue is called, Called to Perfection. This promise contained in the commandment is the inheritance of the saints of all generations, and this commandment of Christ is addressed specifically to his students. Therefore, people who do not accept or acknowledge God's delegated authority over themselves have no part to the inheritance or in in the inheritance that is contained in the commandment and will never be able to be. Relevant to fulfilling this required commandment, we stop to study the purpose of the righteousness of God in the heart of a man. Specifically, the goals that the righteousness of God abiding within our heart is called to pursue. And in part, we've been studying the purpose of the righteousness of God within our heart received by us in the two broken tablets of the covenant in which we die by the law for the law to live for the one that died and resurrected. And by doing so, receive confirmation of our salvation in the new tablets of the covenant in the format of the law of the spirit of life so that we can provide God a basis to give us the promise to be heirs of peace not by the past law but by the righteousness of faith like he gave it to Abraham and his seed. (coughs) For the promise that he would be the heir of the world was not to Abraham or to his seed through the law but through the righteousness of faith. Romans 4. 13. We note that the righteousness of faith is determined by the obedience of our faith to the faith of God which is presented in the preached word of God sent together with the person who represents a father God to us. I will remind us that there's a difference. The difference between God's faith and our faith is that God's faith is information that comes from hearing the preached word of God. Faith is from hearing the word of God. Our faith is obedience to the preached word, obedience to the faith of God. Therefore the promise of the peace of God is given only to those men that are obedient to the order of God in accordance to which God sends us His word by the mouth of His delegated people. a person that is not clothed into the virtue of a student will not be able to be obedient to God's order or God's structure in the body of Christ. He will always be stumbling upon something, be disagreeing with something, and continually state that they only have their own personal head, their own personal Bibles. Therefore, the covenant of peace within the heart of a man is the result of the obedience of his faith to the faith of God, which are the spoken words of God's delegated ones relevant to this we stop to look at the signs of the paths of righteousness within our heart as, the, as it relates to the steps of righteousness as it is written the uh, he leads me on the path of righteousness, which indicates the fact that a person whom the Lord leads upon the path of righteousness is led by the Holy Spirit. We note that it is impossible to lead a person upon the path of righteousness against his will if he does not understand and does not differentiate the paths of righteousness from the paths of his mind or paths of the wicked and lawless who support the wicked. We will continue to study the paths of righteousness within within the heart of a person living with his spirit in the house of the Lord. Blessed are those who dwell in your house. They will still be praising you. Blessed is the man whose strength is in you, whose heart is set on pilgrimage. Psalm eighty-four, four five. 5 <coughs> And so today we will look at the sign of the path of righteousness as it pertains to the unknown ways of the Lord. when a person makes the decision to gather or glean grain upon the field after the one in whose sight he may find favor, Ruth two, two through 9 So Ruth the Moabitess said to Naomi, Please let me go to the field and glean heads of grain after him, in whose sight I may find favor. And she said to her, Go, my daughter. Then she left and went and gleaned in the field after the reapers, and she happened to come to the part of the field <coughs> belonging to Boaz, who was of the family of Elimelech. Then Boaz said to Ruth, You will listen, my daughter, will you not? Do not Go, go to glean in another field nor go from here but stay close by my young women <clears throat> this means do not leave your church do not go glean upon other fields <clears throat> stay by my young women let your eyes be on the field which they they reap and go after them have I not commanded the young men not to touch you and when you are thirsty go to the vessels and drink from what the young men have drawn We need to ask the question, how do we determine the field upon which there is a harvest of barley and the person to whom this field belongs? And what do we need to do in order to gather heads of grain or heads of these barley after the person in whose sight we may find favor? We will note (coughs) this was the barley harvest. (coughs) The barley harvest matures earlier than the rest of the other cereal grasses and is a symbol of a specific category of saints you know in scripture any form of harvest uh, is relating to a category of saints when God will
0: weigh
1: Uh, God upon His scales to identify whether they are in accordance to His requirement. Harvest is the method by which the Lord weighs us upon the scales of His righteousness in order to determine the level of our dedication by the amount of our matured fruit that has been produced from the guarantee of our salvation that we have turned so that it can profit us. In Israel, there were three main feasts that were implemented by God that were linked to three rounds of harvest. These three individual days, within a year, each Israelite needed to appear before the face of the Lord so that he not be eradicated from his nation. This is the celebration of the Feast Pesach, the Feast of the Pentecost, and the Feast of Tabernacles. Three main feasts that happened uh, uh, during the time of three different uh, harvests and a person that did not followed these uh, was destroyed from the nation or eliminated from the nation. Our body is presented in Scripture as a seed that we are called to plant in the death of the Lord Jesus so that we can receive it in the harvest of the resurrection of Jesus Christ, in the fruit of righteousness in the form of the incorrupt or immortal body. Three types of harvest is a symbol of the three categories of saints differing one from the other in the three levels <coughs> of their dedication to God. The symbol of the field, upon which we see the harvest of barley is a symbol of the category of saints that are in accordance to the requirement of the chosen by God remnant in the form of the male child or in the form of the bride of the lamb as the first sheath or first head of grain. (coughs) the symbol of Boaz to whom the field belongs is a symbol of Christ who upon this field represents a person clothed by the Holy Spirit into a power of a father of God in every church the symbol of Ruth who gathers the heads of barley after the gleaners is a symbol of the bride of the lamb that is an individual person that is a member of the chosen by God remnant and who is in accordance to the requirement of a male child that is the bride of the lamb the symbol of the male and female servants of Boaz who Ruth followed, gathering the heads of grain, are the angels of God, together with the intelligent and willed abilities of an individual person who receives the right to the power to serve God in the harvest of barley. Because the angels of God take part uh, (coughs) and also understand, uh, work with our abilities. To be To satisfy the requirements of the Feast of Barley, identifying the state of the heart of Ruth in dedication to God is to be according to the requirement of the male child or bride of the lamb, and fulfilling the requirement of dedication to God consists in a person by dying for his nation, the house of his father, and for the corrupt desires of his soul. Noemi said to Ruth, and she said, Luke, uh, Look, your sister-in-law has gone back to her people and to her gods. Return after your sister-in-law. But Ruth said, Entreat me not to leave you, or to turn back from following after you. For wherever you go, I will go. And wherever you lodge, I will lodge your people shall be my people and your God my God where you die I will die and there I will be buried the Lord do so to me this is an oath she makes the Lord do so to me and more also if anything but death parts you and me Ruth 1 through 17 The symbol of the widow, Naomi, with whom her widowed daughter-in-law made a covenant, is the right to the power to belong to Christ. If we will not possess the state of a widow, we will not be able to belong to Christ. Reigning sin within the body, this old person, he is our husband the husband is as Nabal who was the husband of Abigail she needed to die for Nabal and then state David as your king which is what we see what Ruth did or do you not know brethren for I speak to those who know the law that the law has dominion over a man as long as he lives for the woman who has his, who has a husband is bound by the law to her husband as long as he lives but if the husband dies she is released from the law of her husband so then if while her husband lives she marries another man she will be called an adulteress but if her husband dies she is free from that law so that she is no adulteress though she has married another man. Therefore, my brethren, you also have become dead to the law through the body of Christ, that you may be married to another, to him who has raised who was raised from the dead, that he would bear uh, fruits to God. Romans seven one through. 4. The time of the harvest of barley is the time of the adoption of our body by the redemption of Christ, called to establish or confirm our status as the male child and will be a guarantee that we will meet the Lord in the air when he comes to glorify himself in his saints in the day to come. I've noted that the barley matures earlier than the wheat. The harvest of barley corresponds to the timing of the feast Pesach in the name in the month of Abib or Nisan which is about the time of March to April. On another day, Pesach, the first, in the Pesach time, <coughs> the first sheaf of barley was offered. To offer the first sheaf of barley heads is a unique symbol of the enthroning of the resurrection of Christ and erection of the stronghold of life within our body of the saints that are part of the category of the male infant and the bride of the lamb." This is what it means to <coughs> wave before the Lord uh, these sheaths. This is the erection within our body of the stronghold of life. And another sign appeared in heaven. Behold, a great fiery red dragon having seven, he- uh, seven heads and ten horns and seven diadems on his head. He- his tail drew a third of the stars of heaven and threw them to the earth. And the dragon stood before the woman who was all ready to give birth to devour her child as soon as it was born. She bore a male child who was to rule all nations with a rod of iron. And her child was caught up to God and his throne. Revelations 12:3 through 5. Here it means <coughs> this guarantee, as Enoch when he bore Methuselah the fruits of the Spirit, the name Methuselah, driving away death, then was he able to walk before God, then did he receive a guarantee that before he goes to heaven, he would receive a testimony that he pleased God. You can only please God <coughs> when you will drive away death from your body. My. My uh, instruction, my role and yours is not evangelism or practicing spiritual gifts. It's to destroy the the old person that represents death within our body, corruption within our body, the stronghold of death, to destroy him one who drives away death by faith you accept this begin to confess it with your mouth you drive away death and in this way you please God and you receive inside of yourself testimony that you pleased God and this testimony is guarantee of your rapture and those who don't have this testimony will not be able to be raptured the harvest grain that follows after the harvest of barley corresponds to the timing of the feast of the Pentecost in the month of Sivan, about the time of May to June. This is a symbol of the category of the unwise virgins or the woman who bore the male child. Now when the dragon saw that he had been cast to the earth, he, he couldn't devour the infant, it was taken to heaven, he persecuted the woman, who gave birth, and we know uh, why he was uh, cast to the earth. Dragons, these religious uh, demons, these are not demons of fornication. These are those who perform great miracles and signs and inspire people to evangelize, to to do good work, to give your body as a sacrifice for singing. These are religious uh, spirits. These are not the spirits on the earth. These are armies that are under the heavens, and they separate. between us and God and in order to receive guarantee f- to rapture you need to you uh, Uh, clear out the place where we will meet and it is cleared out when you destroy the old person with his deeds the old person he's directly linked with this army and when they're falling to the earth they're cast to the earth then the place of your rapture is being freed and he He saw that nothing worked out with the infant. The dragon saw that he had been cast to the earth. He persecuted the woman who gave birth to the male child. But the woman was given two wings of a great eagle that she might fly into the wilderness to her place where she is nourished by uh, for a time and a times and a half a time from the presence of the serpent, so the serpent spewed water out of his mouth like a flood after the woman, that he might cause her to be carried away by the flood. But the earth helped the woman, and the earth opened its mouth and swallowed up the flood which the dragon had spewed out of its mouth. Revelations 12:13 through 16. The two wings of the great eagle in the form of the Thabam and Urim are the two great witnesses that stand before the God of all the earth, which were given. To the woman from the spirit of the saints that belonged to the category of the male child, upon the same conditions as the mantle of prophet Elijah was given to Elisha before he was taken up to God. And in order to be clothed into a total dedication of Elijah, Elisha needed to perform a total sanctification of himself, cast off of himself his clothes, and ripped them up his nation, the house of his father, and his fleshly preferences. The two wings of the great eagle in the form of the Thummim and Urim allowed the given category of saints to perform a total sanctification in the symbol of the wilderness where they have denied their nation, the house of their father and the corrupt desires of their soul so that they may perform a total dedication to God and become untouchable to the wrath of the serpent that is their old person. The gather or harvest of grapes corresponds to the Feast of Tabernacles in the month of Tirsha, the end of September through the middle of October. This is a symbol of the saints that belong to the category, those that are from the seed of the woman. They will resurrect together with the unclean and lawless before, or lawless people after the 1,000 years of Christ's reign on earth, and will stand at the judgment of the great white throne to inherit the resurrection of life, because they followed the steps of the woman. Do not marvel at this, for the hour is coming in which all who are in the graves will hear the voice and come come forth those who have done good to the resurrection of life and those who have done evil to the resurrection of condemnation John 5, 29 and this will happen after the thousand years of Christ's reign here returning to the harvest of barley upon the field of Boaz I wanted to indicate one other detail that God had valued the quantity of a homer of barley at 50 shekels of silver if the field if a man dedicates to the Lord part of a field of his possession then your valuation shall be according to the seed for it a Homer of barley seed shall be a value shall be valued at 50 shekels of silver Leviticus 2716. Fifty is the number of the Feast of the Pentecost and the Year of Jubilee, which symbolizes the great pour-out of the fullness of the Spirit. Apostle Paul prays for the Church to be filled with all of the fullness of God. In Ephesians 3.19, to know the love of Christ, which passes knowledge that you may be filled with all of the fullness of God. Both of these feasts are linked to the revelation of the promise that belongs to the adoption of our body, by the redemption of Christ before we meet the Lord in the air this is that fullness that we are called to obtain the adoption of our body by the redemption of Christ here on earth also he said Boaz said to Ruth when she followed uh, uh, the reapers and he found out who she was bring the shawl that is on you and hold it we know that what the shawl is that's a symbol of righteousness (coughs) The inner is a symbol of justification. The outer is a symbol of righteousness. This is when grace reigns in the heart of a person because of righteousness. That's when he can follow after Boaz, or she can follow after Boaz on the field. Bring the shawl that is on you and hold it. And when she held it, he measured six ephahs of barley and laid it on her. Then she went into the city when she came to her mother-in-law she said is that you my daughter then she told her all that the man had done for her and she said these six ephahs of barley he gave me for he said to me do not go empty handed to your mother-in-law then she said sit still my daughter until you know how the matter will turn out for the man will not rest until he has concluded the matter this day Ruth 3.15-18, so six ephahs of barley is the number of man, that in this situation is testimony of the fullness of redemption, which includes the adoption of our body by the redemption of Christ here on earth. The harvest of barley is also linked to the revelation about the breads and also flax as the bright linen that matures at the same time, that is used for the creation of the holy garments of a priest.
0: It is by the level
1: of our dedication to the will of God demonstrated in adopting our body by the redemption of Christ, which depends on our spiritual growth, will our belonging to one of the three categories of salvation depend. And if we, like Ruth, will reject our soul that is bound to our nation and will follow after the reapers gathering the heads of barley, following the one in whose sight we may find favor, then this means that we collaborate our favor or goodness with the goodness of God. The next sign of the path of righteousness demonstrated in the heart of a person within the broken tablets of the covenant and and demonstrated in the new tablets of the covenant in the fruit of righteousness finds itself in in the footsteps of the law of grace of God, justifying a person by faith in Christ Jesus. Do not set aside the grace of God, for if righteousness comes through the law, then Christ died in vain. Galatians 2.21 To track the favor of God upon yourself, by personal good work or your service, that is religious all limitation or religious oneness presenting itself as the liberty of Christ means to reject the grace of God in which we are supposed to confirm our justification that is received by us freely by the grace of God you who justify yourself by the law it's not just talking about here the law of Moses it's talking about the law of works when a person justifies himself by evangelism, good work, practicing of spiritual gifts, th- that they pray a lot, that they attend the services and so forth and so forth. All of this is necessary, but it's not something you need to trust upon. We trust upon the mercy of God, as we talked about on Friday. I trust in your mercy because everything God will give to us is because of his mercy, not because we did something, not the uh, law, uh, works of the law those who think because they evangelize will receive salvation they are already without Christ those who think that because of practicing spiritual gifts they will receive salvation they are already without Christ they have fallen away from His uh, grace you have become estranged from Christ you who attempt to be justified by the law you have fallen from grace for we through the Spirit eagerly wait for the hope of righteousness by faith for in Christ Jesus neither circumcision nor uncircumcision avails anything but faith working through love. Galatians 5 4 through 6. And so the, ju- uh, the righteousness of God as a program of God is that is demonstrated in the broken tablets, uh, it demonstrates itself in the heart of a person when he confirms his justification in Christ Jesus. Therefore as through one man's offense judgment came to all men resulting in condemnation even so through one man's righteous acts the free gift came to all men resulting in justification of life. For as by one man's disobedience many were made sinners so also by one man's obedience many will be made righteous. Moreover the law entered that the offenses might abound but where sin abounds grace abounded much more so that as sin reigned in death so even so grace might reign through righteousness to eternal life through Jesus Christ our Lord. Romans 5:18 through 21. According to this place of Scripture, obedience of one person, Jesus Christ, by th- because of him we receive the opportunity to obey him and receive in him justification in the form of a seed of the kingdom of heaven, so that we can then establish it by turning it to profit, sowing yourself into Jesus, receiving a, a profit in the new tablets of the covenant in the stronghold of life and this is becoming a carrier of the incorrupt body be a carrier to become a carrier of the incorrupt body we become carriers of the incorrupt body when we by faith accept the promise into our heart and by faith consider ourselves dead to to the law, dead to sin, consider ourselves dead to sin, living to God, and begin to confess the not existent as existent. God accounts this as righteousness to us and sees then you as a carrier of the incorrupt body. In order to understand this great uh, revelation, with uh, we can group it in this way. In the broken tablets of the covenant, we in the baptism uh, of the death of Jesus Christ by the law die for the law, so that in the new tablets of the covenant which demonstrate resurrection of Christ, to live for Him as the one who died and as the one who resurrected. In other words, the Holy Spirit by the words of Apostle Paul uh, presented the paths of righteousness as the ways of the Lord, which is The seed of the faith of God sown into the body we can conclude that the fruit of the heavenly body is the result of uh, our body that is sown into the seed of the kingdom of heaven. We do all of this by faith. We accept this information by faith and we confess it. And these are not emotions, these are, are not feelings. We need, Don't look at what's feeling, what you may feel inside or how your body is changing. Because as soon as you begin to look not at who God is for you or what He's done for you and and you look rather at what's changing, you then behave as the wife of Lot who turned back. This person is not good for the kingdom of heaven. Never look at yourself and look at what's going on. It's not your... uh, It's God's prerogative. Your prerogative, my prerogative, is to look at what God has done for me, who He is for me, and who I am to Him. He already has accomplished the work of adopting our body by His redemption. He's already done the work. He's not planning to do this. He did this 2,000 years ago. You, by faith, accept this. You begin to consider yourself dead to sin, living for God. Tell yourself these things and say it in prayer. Lord, thank you that I died to sin. Thank you that I have become a carrier of your heavenly body as your son. And do not... Listen to symptoms and then your confessions, your words, your confessions. God has the proper basis to take them uh, and to bring you to wherever you confessed or make it happen for you. And so for a person to sow his body into the death of the Lord Jesus, it is necessary for him to look upon the reward. What God has done for us. The reward is what God has done for us. That is placed upon our account in Christ Jesus in the incorrupt body. He prepared for us an immortal body, an incorrupt body. By faith, Moses, when he became of age, refused to be called the son of Pharaoh's daughter, choosing rather to suffer affliction with the people of God than to enjoy the passing pleasures of sin, esteeming the reproach of Christ greater riches than the treasures in Egypt, for he looked to the reward. Hebrews 11, 24-26. he looked at what God had done for him. He received a revelation from his mother that uh, nourished him. And she put into his uh, into him this information and he being a little child children uh, were uh, breastfed uh, uh, six to seven years and He understood who he was and what future he has, and he accepted that. And being a child, he had this all of his life, and he rejected the throne of Egypt. Why? What prompted him? He looked to the reward. It was greater than to be an heir of the throne. If a person does not receive a revelation about the deliverance of his body from corruption here on earth and refuses to be uh, and refuses to be called carnal, but ca- proclaimed the not-existent as existent, his body as incorrupt, then he will not have any ability to sow his body into the death of the Lord Jesus. The reason for why many saints refuse to pay the proper price is that they do not know the essence of the reward that is prepared for them by God in their corrupt body, or their incorrupt body, because they were never taught how to prepare their heart to listen to the word of God And when they go to the house of, of God. Walk prudently when you go to the house of God. This walk meaning you, your goals, your motives when you go to the house of God. And draw near to hear rather than to give the sacrifice of fools, for they do not know what they do and that they do evil. Ecclesiastes 5.1. This means that a specific category of people will lose the guarantee of their salvation because they did not turn it to profit in the instruction of faith, and that is why their names will be forever blotted out of the book of life. And instead of inheriting the prepared for them salvation in the incorrupt body, they will inherit destruction in their mortal body, and inherit with the devil and his angels the revelation that belongs to the sowing of our body and the death of the Lord Jesus, that at the door of our hope will be, uh, will result in the vineyards being returned to us and the valley of Accor. These very facts bring religious skeptics, uh, those that are skeptical uh, in religious things, uh, it brings them to confusion as the scriptures call them foolish but someone will say how are the dead uh, raised up and with what body do they come foolish one, what you sow is not made alive unless it dies, and what you sow you do not sow that body that will be, but mere grain perhaps wheat or some other grain, but God gives it a body as he pleases and to each seed its own body 1 Corinthians 15.35-38 Apostle Paul means to sow your body to then inherit the incorrupt body. And so when it's talking about this foolish person, this is a person that is of a hard heart. This is a person who refuses to meditate and think about the heard word that he received, being instructed in the faith. A person who is foolish and goes into the house of God <clears throat> does not prepare his heart to listen to the word of God, and that is because he <clears throat> puts his mind equal to God's mind. He, in, the, in state, his heart, the status of his heart is not ex- is not acceptable to God because his arrogant heart his arrogant mind is oriented at inspecting the truth to see how much it is in accordance to his own personal intellect. Apostle Paul shows that the category of saints that have sown their body into the death of the Lord Jesus will be different one another by the power of the glory of the light that will depend on the level of their dedication to the will of God there are also celestial bodies and terrestrial bodies bodies, not spirits it's talking about the physical bodies but the glory of the celestial is one and the glory of the terrestrial is another there is one glory of the sun another glory of the sun glory of the moon and another glory of the stars. For one star differs from another glo- star in glory. 1 Corinthians 15.40-41. 40 this is the harvest we receive
0: uh,
1: uh, from the guarantee of our salvation that has been turned to profit. For the kingdom of heaven is like a man traveling to a far country who called his own servants and delivered his goods to them and to one he gave food five talents to another two and to another one, to each according to his his ability, that is, the level of his dedication. He gives understanding about himself, knowledge about himself by the level of his dedication, level of his thirst for God. And immediately he went on a journey. Then he who had received the five talents went and traded with them and made another five talents. And likewise he who had received two two gained two more also. joy of your Lord. Then he who had received the one talent came and said, Lord, I knew you to be a hard man, reaping where you have not sown, and gathered where you have not scattered seed. And I was afraid and went and hid your talent in the ground. Look, there you have what is yours. But his Lord answered and said to him, You wicked and lazy servant, you knew that I reap where I have not sown and gathered where I have not scattered seed, so you ought to have to deposited my money with the bankers, and at my coming, I would have received back my own with interest. So take the talent from him and give it to him who had ten talents. For to everyone who has, more will be given, and he will have abundance, but from him who does not have even what he has will be taken away. Matthew 25, 14 through 29. And so each one who has wisdom,
0: <coughs>
1: more will be given, and the one that does not have wisdom in fruits of righteousness, even what he thinks to have in the form of salvation will be taken from him. People who have wisdom in the form of the mind of Christ are people who have turned to profit their salvation because they died for their nation, the house of their father, and for their destructive desires of their soul in its pseudo good work. The benefits of such uh, investment was the confessions of their faith, which they, uh, became, by which they became carriers of the heavenly body. And by doing this, we will show our favor to God, <coughs> with which the Lord then will respond with his own favor giving us a guarantee to meet with Him in the air Amen let us bend our knees and our heads and pray and may the Lord bless us in this prayer those who have a secret sin or are bound by a fear bound by shame bound by any kind of shackles drugs, alcohol uh, any kind of fornicating work fears Right now, when you hear these words, God is powerful and able to cleanse you from your sins if you will make the decision to leave them, confess them, and receive justification by faith. And then you will be able to take part in this great service without which no one will be able to be raptured or be adopted. Amen. Let us pray. We wait for you here at the altar. And may may the Lord bless us.
0: leader change the
1: I will be praying your prayer. And I ask you to deeply believe in the fact that God is for you. He is not against you. He is ready right now to cleanse and wash away your guilt because the price is paid for those who repent. Mercy is only for those who repent, those who hunger salvation. Close your eyes, lift your hands to God. This is your secret room, and also a sign that your hands are without wrath, without doubt. God loves when the saints lift their hands without wrath or doubt. Heavenly Father, in the name of Jesus Christ, I come to you. I open up my heart. You see my guilt. You see my sin, you see my shame, you see my actions, you see my dependence from sin. I ask you, forgive me, wash me, cleanse me, heal me, remove my shame. I hate sin, I love your righteousness, I accept your justification, and right now, before heaven and hell, I want to proclaim that according to your words, I am washed. I am cleansed. I am healed. I am restored. I am justified and I am saved. Your sins are forgiven and your trespasses in the name of Jesus Christ. May the Lord bless you. May He look upon you with His great face and show you peace. May thousands and ten thousands attempt to come near you, but they won't touch you. May the blessings of the ancient mountains and everlasting hills be upon you and the promise of God may be fulfilled upon you and may your body be adopted by the redemption of Christ may these promises come upon you and your children and the nation shall say Amen the Lord is blessed
0: the
1: great mystery before which we stand has never been accessible or really understood by the human mind only when our mind the intelligent part of our soul dies in the death of the Lord Jesus and arises anew will it become understood this great mystery because here is not just the death of Christ but his life as well (coughs) blood does not just cleanse us but also brings life Jesus said if you will not eat the flesh of the the son of man and drink his blood you will not have life in yourselves the eternal life the one that abides forever you will not in your body be able to erect the stronghold of life give God proper basis uh, to do so if you will not understand that and prepare your heart to take part in this great service with joy Because this is a great celebration, one of the greatest celebrations, the celebration of Pesach, that also was followed by other feasts, the one on the Pentecost and the Tabernacle, uh, the uh, the feast of the Tabernacles. Symbolizing, of course, the body being left, the corrupt body, and taking on the incorrupt body. 1 Corinthians 11.
0: 23-32
1: it in remembrance of me for as often as you eat this bread and drink this cup you proclaim the Lord's death till he comes therefore whoever eats this bread or drinks this cup of the Lord in an unworthy manner will be guilty of the body and blood of the Lord but let a man examine himself and so let him eat of the bread and drink of the cup for he who eats and drinks in an unworthy manner eats and drinks judgment to himself, not discerning the Lord's body. For this reason many are weak and sick among you, and many sleep. For if we would judge ourselves, we would not be judged. But when we are judged, we are chastened by the Lord that we may not be condemned with the world. 1 Corinthians 11, 23-32 <coughs> And so before we begin to take part in this great service. Every person who has accepted Jesus as their personal Savior is able to take part, accepted this justification freely by grace in the redemption of Christ and has confirmed their faith by baptism of water, the exception, of course, are children, because we need to look at them, how they already have the kingdom of heaven. They already have it. But... For us to have it, we need to take part properly. Children always took part in this great service. When the nation of Israel ate manna in the wilderness, children took part and ate of it. No one one even had it in their mind that children can't discern so they cannot eat the manna. I'm talking to those religious uh, individuals who are at the head of God's flocks, who state that children don't have the right to take part in the communion because they can't discern. The blood of these children will be on you because you have forbidden these children to take part in this great feast. They are part of this great feast and so these people can take part people who have an offense in their heart against someone secret sins that were not confessed or left uh, those that may be under a warning should not uh, or should withhold from taking part we had an opportunity to be free from sin and when you came out and you heard proclamation that you're righteous because you confessed your sins then independent from what you feel, God is faithful to his words you are justified, you can take part and it will be to your blessing, let us stand and we will pray for the bread heavenly father in the name of Jesus Christ we thank you for the broken body this bread as it is great and it's a great mystery to us and it will be passing by your people and they will eat of it may be a blessing for them for every one of your children and may in every one of your children illness and weakness uh, be cursed and it may may depart from them because they are connected to your life thank you for this privilege we worship before you our great god son and holy spirit amen please be seated the road that is approached please stand it's written that he took it he broke it and said Eat. This is my body broken for you. Each one breaks his own bread, just as I did. Break for yourself. Jesus broke it and passed it to his disciples, said, uh, Split it up among you. He does not he didn't rip? Uh, he, they don't break a whole bunch of uh, pieces for everybody. Jesus didn't do this. Uh, he required each one to break their own bread. Breaking means to humble yourself, to be broken, to be humbled, to acknowledge humility. But a person uh, can't even do this symbolically. Somebody's doing it for him. After Jesus's resurrection, he made himself known specifically in the breaking the bread when uh, the bread was broken that's when they were able to see him may the Lord bless you for as often as you eat this bread or you drink this cup you proclaim the Lord's death till he comes this is a feast rejoice this feast was always accompanied by songs, not just any songs, but the psalms of a king, a prophet, and a priest, David. He had commanded the people to sing certain songs, and one of the songs that was sung during the Passover feast was the 27th psalm. The Lord is my light and my salvation. Whom shall I fear? The Lord is the strength of my life. Of whom shall I be afraid? You see, he confesses who God is for him. The Israelites, when they sang the song during Pesach, during this Passover feast, they confessed who God is to them. The Lord is the strength of my life. Of whom shall I be afraid? When the wicked come against me to eat up my flesh, my enemies and foes, they stumbled and fell. Though an army may encamp against me, my heart shall not fear. Though war may rise against me, in this I will be confident. One thing I have desired of the Lord, that will I seek, that I may dwell in the house of the Lord all the days of my life, to behold the beauty of the Lord, and to inquire in His temple. For in this time of trouble he shall hide me in his pavilion. In the secret place of his tabernacle he shall hide me. He shall set me high upon a rock. And now my head shall be lifted up above my enemies all around me. Therefore I will offer sacrifice of joy in his tabernacle. I will sing, yes, I will sing praises to the Lord. You see the kind of songs that he's sang. As often as you eat this bread and you drink this this cup, you proclaim the Lord's death till he comes. Hear, O Lord, when I cry with my voice, have mercy also upon me, and answer me. When you said, Seek my face, my heart said to you, Your face, Lord, I will seek. Do not hide your face from me. Do not turn your servant away in anger. You have been my help. Do not leave me nor forsake me, O God of my salvation. When my father and my mother forsake me, then the Lord will take care of me. Teach me your way, O Lord, and lead me in that smooth path because of my enemies. Let us stand and we will pray for the cup.
0: <coughs>
1: Heavenly Father, in the name of Jesus Christ, we thank you for the new cup of the covenant poured out for the forgiveness of sin when they shall be passing by your people and we will take and drink of it may your blessing and your mercy be on us may be fulfilled upon us we worship before you our great God son and holy spirit amen please be seated just as you helped each other in taking of the bread please also help each other in taking of the cup I will remind us that The cup is Christ, one for all generations, for all times. For as often as you eat this bread and you drink this cup, you proclaim the Lord's death till he comes. Psalm 1, Psalm 18. These are those psalms also that were sung during the Passover feast. Agada is how they had called it. Psalm 1. Blessed is the man... chaff, which the wind drives away, therefore the ungodly shall not stand, in the judgment nor sinners, in the congregation of the righteous, for the Lord knows the way of the righteous, but the way of the ungodly shall perish. Blessed is the man. Often people ask the question, I remember I was a child and even a teenager, and sisters asked the questions to the brothers, why does it say, blessed is the man, the son, but they don't talk about us, what do we not inherit? As it is written, blessed is the man, it is true and no one except this man is able to be blessed. Because many people in in pants are not men, and many women in dresses are not men, because in scripture, a man is a person who confesses the faith of his heart. Word is the seed. If you confess the faith of your heart, you're a man, regardless of the fact that you're a man or a woman, whether you're of age or you're young, it doesn't make a difference. That's why it says in scripture, this mystery, this great mystery. And so when you hear the word, and you say, may it be be according to your word, and you begin to confess that you've died for sin, that you're a carrier of the heavenly body, and you thank God for that, God looks at you and says, blessed is this man in Jesus Christ there's no male or female gender there are functions that are male and female female function is to accept or receive the word the ability to be or to conceive and for this you need your heart to be cleansed from dead works if it is not cleansed from dead works it is not able to receive the seed of the word of God a person will hear but will not understand anything will confess but their confessions will not be what's in their heart and so I thank God that all of you here starting from children and those of age also all all of you are men all of you are blessed may the Lord bless you let us stand and we will proclaim our unchanging manifestation now to him who is able to keep you from stumbling and to present you faultless before